morning and welcome to episode 227 of Canada's Pinball Podcast. I'm your host, Canada, and I know a lot of you guys were really hoping to hear from Eric at Jersey Jack Pinball, and I have to tell you guys, we were lined up to do the interview Monday morning, and he asked me to postpone it, and I understand why, and I think you guys will understand why as well. They're clearly going through damage control and figuring out their next move here. There is no way they're reading all the feedback uh, about the Pirates of the Caribbean production changes and are just going to say, that's it, take it or leave it. I think they're going to have to make some sort of course correction. So we'll see what it is, and I hope to talk to Eric and anyone at Jersey Jack Pinball when, when we hear uh, news about that. So I heard that Jack is in either Germany or Austria, so he's not even in the country. So really, really interesting way to deliver that news and then sort of not respond to all the anger that people are displaying on Pinside. I want to get on my soapbox a little bit because I want to say that Honestly, reading all of the people moaning and groaning and crying, I mean, I almost feel like I need to do another Pinside Babies episode because it really wasn't um, the end of the world when they announced this thing. Sure, it's a bummer. Sure, it stinks. Uh, but you guys are really looking at this you know, through, through a magnifying glass. Like there's nothing else in the game that's worth owning and there's nothing, no other features that are more enjoyable. In fact, most people, when they played this game, the spinning discs was more just like something fun to look at. It didn't really affect any of the gameplay for any of you because it wasn't even coded in to the game really. So uh, I, I get that you're bummed out, but some people are taking this to a level where they're acting as if they were personally wronged by Jersey Jack Pinball. And the other thing that's so freaking annoying is all the people that have to start their own thread about their solution to the issue. You know, I love that Oryx's like, here's what I would do, and he gets his own thread. And then you got other people saying, here's what I would do, and they start their own thread. And all these different polls about whether or not you're going to stay in and what the solution should be. Honestly, take a step back, everybody, and literally go F your own faces. It, this is a pinball machine that they try to do something overly ambitious. I understood um, why they use this thing to market the game because it was so freaking cool. They clearly couldn't figure it out. They clearly couldn't figure it out. I don't think it was a cost-cutting measure. I really don't. I just think they couldn't figure it out. I, I really don't think they could figure out how to code this thing to work properly with the game. All right, and I think they've known this for a while because we're already seeing animations on the LCD uh, that, are, ha that have taken the spinning disc and put them onto the LCD. But everyone needs to just do one thing right now. Realize that Jersey Check Pinball never took your money. Right? They never made you pay for anything in full. All of your money is refundable. So if you don't want this game, here's what you go do. Put your big boy pants on and don't buy the game. Go buy something else. Now, all of you deep down inside know that there is no game out there that gives you as much as a Jersey Jack pinball machine. And, and you know this. Now, whether or not you like Pirates as a theme, whether or not you're happy with the changes made to the game before it ships, that's on you. But at the end of the day, look at all the machines that are out there and you tell me what you could put next to Pirates of the Caribbean for $9,000 that has as much features in it as Pirates of the Caribbean, that has an LCD animation that looks as good as Pirates of the Caribbean, that has music that looks as good as Pirates of the Caribbean, all right? Now, what am I doing? I'm in on a collector's edition Pirates of the Caribbean machine for with a $1,000 refundable deposit. 
I don't know. I, I still am on the fence of whether or not I'm going to stay in on the game. I've always been of the mindset that I want to play the game in its production form before I decide yes or no. And I have yet to experience Pirates uh, in its final production form, and nobody really has now that the changes are being made. So I will simply play the game if I fall in love with it. Right? If I spend a few hours uh, falling in love with Pirates of the Caribbean, I will go in on it. Now, the good thing for collector's edition owners or buyers is that they have time. Those machines don't go on the line first. So there, there will be Pirates of the Caribbeans out in the world for people to play on location or at a friend's house. You put a headset on, you play it a bunch of times, and then you make up your mind. That's what I did with Dialed In. I was in on the Dialed In collector's edition, and I played it a lot on location. And I really felt like it was a fun machine, but just not a machine I wanted to own, especially because I could just walk 15 minutes and play one. I, I said to myself, am I really going to spend $12,500 when there are multiple dialed ins in New York City and I can put my headphones on, play the game for an hour with, with 20 bucks, and then go home and still have $12,500. So that's where I'm at right now. All right. Now, so. What I'm asking all you guys to do out there is just just shut up about this topic by now. Like, let's wait to see what they do. If they release it with the spinning pizza and you're disgusted, don't buy it. You know what? Don't buy it. Life goes on. There's many other pinball options out there. Uh, you know, do I think this is a? Do I think they did it right? Absolutely not. I don't think they marketed this game properly. I, I think Jack continues to sort of make up his marketing approach as he goes. And I think Jersey Jack Pinball, if they really want to survive, they need to get their shit together, and they need to like learn how to like make more than one game every 18 months, and they need to pick themes that people really want to buy sight unseen, and they need to get get everything in order. Without their billionaire angel investor, this company wouldn't be around. They they would have gone under during Waz. They would have gone under during Hobbit. I think it's they're really really lucky that they've got someone supporting them the way they do but they they continue i think they continue to just not get it they just i don't understand why it's so hard for a company who's making pinball machines at such a higher level to not be able to create the kind of frenzy that stern does with 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 their titles it, it's just it, it's mind-boggling to me you're making a higher end better version of the same exact thing a pinball machine and you can't figure out a way to sell out a game sight unseen um because of like theme and features and whatnot i don't get it i really don't get it they're doing something wrong all right and hopefully toy story and willy wonka hopefully we get there because nothing is guaranteed. I mean, how long is this investor going to continue uh, to probably lose money on these ventures? I just don't think uh, they're going to make the money back that they need to with the amount of effort and dollars that go into making these Jersey Jack machines. So uh, we'll see what the future holds, but nothing is guaranteed. All right. All right. Speaking of like soapbox issues, I want to tell something else. And then I'm going to air this interview with Ted that I think you're going to like. So I have acquired an Iron Maiden limited edition. And as some of you know out there, I tend to sometimes every once in a while flip a pinball machine when it's hot, right? I get a game, I get on the list, I pay MSRP for it, and then I sell it for above MSRP to someone who really, really wants it but can't find it. And those people out there 
Uh, you know, they normally learn about the game a lot later. The people I sell my pinball machines to, they aren't pinside people that freak out. They aren't pinside people that think I'm a greedy bastard. Let me tell you something who the people are who buy my pinball machines. They don't even know what pinside is, okay? They learn about the machine later on. They're huge fans of the IP. Like I sold my Ghostbusters to a huge Ghostbusters fan. I sold my Batman LE to a huge Batman fan. Uh, and I will sell my Iron Maiden to a huge Iron Maiden fan. So Iron Maiden LE is a $9,000 machine. Uh, I have listed it for sale for $12,000. And here's why. It's $12,000 or best offer. When you're selling something, you set the price high. I always love on Pinside, there's like this feeling of guilt. Like I'm a bad guy. Like I'm a scumbag. Like anyone who flips is a jerk. And you know, I, I get people uh, on, there was a Facebook post that they actually took down on pinball for machines for sale where people are, they're calling me all sorts of names, all sorts of nasty things, saying I'm an attention whore. I'm just doing this for my podcast. Really? I've been doing this podcast for two freaking years and I don't think I sell machines to get attention for my podcast. Um, they also, I love it when people bring up the Clov incident from like five or six, it was like six years ago, uh, buying the Fixed Felix machine from Colton still comes up as being like, this guy is a cheat, he's a fraud. Really, I've sold Magic Girl, I've sold Lord of the Rings, I've sold, um, let's see, uh, Tales of the Arabian Nights, I've sold arcade machines, and I have never had a single issue with anyone. In fact, everyone's a happy buyer. And that's the final point I'll make is like, you could call me a flipping scumbag and all this stuff, but you know who's happy when my deal is done? The buyer and the seller. And that's all that matters. Do you think these people who buy Iron Maiden from me, and I, I, I really do think the pinball machine is going to go for close to $12,000. Do you think that person who buys it is bummed out and pissed off? I'll tell you what he's feeling. He's feeling elation that he got one because he never would be able to get one at $9,000. Because that's the thing that you guys don't realize. There are none for $9,000 available anywhere. Nobody will ever just give up their spot for Iron Maiden LE. So you call me a scumbag, but the the buyer who really wants it, what is what are his options? He's hoping, he's hoping that someone will try and flip it for money to give him the opportunity to get one. That's how that's all that it comes down to. You know, and I think people need to stop uh, with this anti-capitalism, anti-opportunistic approach to selling pinball machines. Should Kim Mitchell not sell his Big Lebowski for $20,000? Is he a piece of crap because he's doing that? No, he's got a machine that could potentially go down as one of the rarest sought-after machines if Dutch pinball collapses. Are you speculating on the price of Big Lebowski? Absolutely. But if you buy an Iron Maiden right now, and you buy an Iron Maiden for MSRP, you have something that's worth more than $9,000. Now, the only reason it's worth more than $9,000 is it's sold out in three hours. Way more people want one, they can get one. But if you bought Guardians of the Galaxy LE, could you flip it for more? Absolutely not. In fact, you could sell it, you couldn't sell it for $9,000. People are just waiting on that title. It didn't sell out. Uh, but Batman LE, I mean, go on eBay right now. There's a Batman Super LE. You know what the asking price is? $16,900. The guy wants $2,000 more than he paid for it. Are people PMing him, telling him what a dirtbag he is? No, because if you want a Batman Super LE, that's the only one in the world for sale right now. All right? 
So that's it. Call me a scumbag, but if you want Iron Maiden LE, all right, I have actually access to two that I could sell for people. So if you know someone who really wants an Iron Maiden LE and you want a deal, then tell them to hit me up at canadapinball at gmail.com and we can work out a deal. And both of us, both parties will be super happy, even if all the butthurt pin side guys think we're a bunch of bastards. All right. All right. That's all I got to say. Let me air this fun interview with Ted. Have a good day, everyone. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Canada's Pinball Podcast. Not the guest you were expecting, but the guest you're going to get. Instead of Eric from Jersey Jack Pinball joining the show today, he canceled on me. And so I thought to myself, who better to fill the void of the drama happening at JJP than our very own Ted a jovial man who loves pinball. Ted, welcome back to the show. Thank you. I don't like pinball that much, but the, but thank you for saying that. Oh, well, you know, you like it enough. I see you in the threads. Enough. I see you enough. lurking. <laughs> so, hey, are we going to Pinfest? We are. Okay, just checking. We are. We always go. Um, all right, well, Ted, let's jump right in because okay. there's, there's a lot of conversation. There are many threads that have been started since Friday night when Jersey Jack Pinball announced that they were removing the concentric rings from Pirates of the Caribbeans and changing the treasure chest. Now, when you first heard the news, what were your thoughts? All right, well, first let me explain one thing. Uh, I'd only seen the video on, uh, on the Pirates. So I only literally found out today about this because in another thread... I forget which one it was, whether it was the Houdini thread or whatever. I I, um, I read that somebody was buying a Houdini because of the ridiculous thing that happened with with pirates. I'm like, what what are they talking about? What ridiculous? So I went over to the pirates thread and I opened it up and read through like ten pages and looked at that video to find out that they removed the 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 circles. Ah. Uh, here's the thing what was really cracking me up as i'm reading this is how people can bitch about everything right people saying oh i wish the pinball companies were more transparent i wish they'd keep us in the loop i wish they'd show us the process you know so they show us the you know that how they they uh you know come up with the idea for the play field and the toys and show us all you know everything and and then they they when a company does that like jersey jack does that put shows us a prototype puts it out then they start bitching when they remove the rings because they said, oh, they shouldn't have shown that machine until it was all ready and before, before it would have, they made any changes, they should do it like Stern. So no matter what you do, you're just you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Right. So, so that, that was uh, uh, annoying. I mean, and as one person pointed out in the legal disclaimer, it says that this may not be the final version. There can be, you know, things changed on the machine before the final version. Right. So fully within their their rights you know to do that and people are fully within their their rights uh not to buy it but what i suggested i, I thought i had an idea after reading through some of the other ideas that uh someone had suggested making the thing in led that they can make all kinds of swirls and pictures and stuff in and then i thought why not make the center circle the led uh and then the, this bigger circle around it be the one that spins but the, the center LED could actually be two circles on the LED that matches up, just like they had two of them would be on the LED and one would be an actual one that spun. So this way they still only need one that spins. Right. 
So I think what we've been reading, and I think, Ted, what you just said is has been said in various different ways, is that people, people, are pissed. <laughs> every, well, people are pissed, but everyone's got an opinion, this is what I love, on how to fix it. There's like... There's like 18 yep. different solutions for how JJP can better salvage that area of the play field. And I think what the reality is this, right? I mean, they were designing this game for the last two years with those concentric circles in mind. And I think that's what have, has people bummed out is they feel like they're going to get a lesser version of what the designer wanted to be in the game. And we haven't right, without any change in price. Right. And we haven't really seen this before where anyone has sort of shown a game early and then removed a major feature from the game itself. It's it's Well, I, somebody said didn't that happen with Ghostbusters? Or they, they they named when somebody said just that and somebody brought up a couple of games that they did do that. And I thought Ghostbusters was one. They had some kind of some toy or some something that they removed before they right. released. Well, there were, but, but I guess, but that's the well, major never saw well, it. thing, though. That's like I guess people consider that. Well, first, I thought that the, the ship on the top moving was the major toy, but I guess the circles are the major toy here, the major well, feature. With Ghostbusters, there was a leak CAD design of stuff that was meant to be in the game, and but we never saw the stuff, and we never physically played any of the elements that were taken out. And I think Stern, you know, their model of releasing a game is we're going to show it to you. You can order it, and you'll have it within a month or two. And they don't let people see behind the curtain. And the the sort of the army is divided, right? I think some people appreciate that Jersey Jack wants to put their games on locations to identify any necessary tweaks, where mm -hmm. Stern will ship you the game, and guess what? You're the beta tester. If anything is wrong with that game, a la the orbit shot in Game of Thrones, or if there's any you know mech issue... Uh, they haven't tested it on location. It, it's it's up to the owner yeah, to be yeah. the problem solver. I, I I like what Jersey Jack is doing. I like that we get to see an early version of the game, and you know they're testing it. I you know I mean I, I think that's you know that's a plus. I mean we we got to see a cool idea, but they found out for whatever reason it, it wasn't going to work. So you you know they're coming up with something else, and they may still come up with something else because it seems like. There's a there's a lot of pissed off people, and I'm sure if they get another, as what happened with the um, uh, the Hobbit playfield, if there's enough people there, they start canceling their orders. There's enough backlash, they they may you know take some time and reconsider and and, and do something else. Who knows? I, I mean, I, we haven't seen the final final yet. I guess. Well, it seems right? that the easiest thing for them to change at this point, right? And I don't think they're going to be putting magnets in or LCDs. I I, I do think that. The artwork on the spinning disc itself seems to have the most people upset. That if you're going to take out the three discs, at least don't put a big pizza pie smack dab in the middle of the play field. So I think they might be able to revisit that and, and just make the artwork and incorporate it a little bit better into the overall package of the game. I think we might see that change. Yeah, I think that's a possibility. Like I said, these are not, uh, you know, five thousand dollar machines. These are expensive machines, and and I'm sure uh, they don't want to lose. I mean, again, we don't know what they are, how they feel about this. Whether the people from Pinside, whether them losing twenty or thirty or forty uh, games is 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 nothing, is a drop in the bucket, and they're not really even concerned about that, or they're saying, holy crap, uh, this might be a problem. 
let's do something about it. So we really are not going to know what they're thinking until they release a statement. I mean, they had that guy come on and, and, and do that video and tell us about this stuff. I, I would like to hear a follow-up as, as to, you know, they're reading everything. I'd like to hear what they have to say about this. Right. And, and, and again, Eric was supposed to be on the show tonight. I know I advertised that on my previous show, and we were all confirmed, and, and, and he had a, to cancel. And I understand why, and I respect his decision because, as he's told me, they need to discuss things internally, and now is not the time to, to do an interview. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, they have to. They have. They have to talk this over and make sure you know they're they're releasing the right information. You know, I, I get that. But wait a minute! You mean I wasn't the first choice to be the guest? You were always the first choice, Ted. Oh, thank you. Okay. Well, here's the so, thing, I, too: I, I, is I Jack is in what? Jack is in Europe right now, too. So, oh. they're sort of spread out across the globe right now. But this. This really couldn't happen at a worse time, though, for them with, with so much hype surrounding Iron Maiden and all these other games available. Mm. Uh, you know, and Jack is ready to go into production with Pirates. This is like, we haven't really seen a misstep like this from any manufacturer recently where they're yanking stuff out at the 11th hour. Do you, so I know what's hard, Ted, is when you go on Pinside, there's like that poll thread where it's like, are you yeah. going to bail on your pirate's order? And then you get all these people voting. But we all know that probably half of those people voting that they're going to cancel their order are not even in on one. They just like to see the dramatic result increase. I, I, I believe that. I believe that. Uh, you know, again, it seems like most people really didn't care about the trunk because the trunk wasn't the kind of trunk like on Houdini where the ball flies through the air, it opens up and grabs the ball. and it's, it's more like a ball lock. So they... So people were saying there really wasn't any big deal that the trunk just stays open because it's not the same kind of mechanism as those other machines, if I'm not mistaken. Did, uh, but the rings was the eye-catching thing. When you had those rings going in different directions, and I I saw it, and, and it was it is pretty damn impressive. Right. It's I can but, see how it was a possibly overly ambitious mechanism, right? Because not it wasn't just the rings that could spin individually or in different directions, they were also supposed to line up with right. with the you know the inserts and then award you something as you were playing. And I and I I bet it was really hard for the game software to know where exactly those rings are lined up. Yeah, well, it's probably just a computer thing, but I, I think it was probably, if I'm not mistaken, it was more of a mechanical issue with it, right, than, than a computer thing? When they thing. were spinning really fast, I think it was grinding the gears or wearing the gears out, and it was also really loud. Yeah, uh, that's that's what they said. You know what? Hey, look, they, they tried it out. They thought it would be cool. They put it in the prototypes. They put the prototypes out to test these features to see what would work or what wouldn't. And and it, it didn't work as, as well as they thought it would, so they're they're going to go with something else. I, you know, I, hey, look, I, if I was in on one, I, I wouldn't like it either. But you know, I, I don't think it would be a you know a deal breaker as as far as uh, you know. Let, let's see, let's see what they come up with. Let, let's see if they try to you know lower the price of the machine or come up with another feature or or do something. You know, I'm sure they're going to be having a conversation about it. They're all going to get around the table in a room and they're going to be having this conversation and say, "What the hell are we going to do?" Right. I think so, too, you know, because people it's like when you get a little like a dent in your car and you stare at it and you 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 only fixate on the one thing that is is off you you stop noticing everything else and there's so much more going on in this game 
And even when people played this game, when we heard what people loved about it, I never heard people really gushing about the rings. They were visually stunning, but when it came to gameplay yeah. and they the toys... They were always talking about the boat moving back and the forth. The boat moving back and forth. And um, you know, they're talking so. about the diverters, the subways, the, you know, the third flipper, the hole underneath the flipper, the magnet up top, like the, the, you know, the starry night. I mean, this thing is jam-packed. What's with, the guy's name again that, that you were supposed to have the thing with tonight? Eric. Eric. Is, did Eric tell you that once he gets all their ducks in a row, is he going to come on, on the show and, uh, you know, is that, he going to reschedule? That is the hope that he, he would do that. Now, what I, what I expect for them to do, uh, I don't expect for them to reveal their plans to the world on my show. I do expect Jack... Uh, to have to officially address this feedback, right? Because they, they must be in, in issue and crisis mode right now because there have definitely been people canceling orders. And that's, that's not a good sign. I mean, they're, they're going to have to do some, some course correcting here, I think, to get people just back on board or just add more value to the package. And I know people have been saying, well, do they lower the price? Or maybe they give you the collector's edition topper. Uh, are there other things they can do to just, you know, as, as a mea copa, mm-hmm. th- that they're simplifying one of the mechanisms that people were expecting to get? So there's going to be something. I, I don't think we've seen the, the last of the plans for Pirates of the Caribbean based upon what Eric shared on Friday. Right, right. So we'll yeah. see. I mean, I hope he comes on. I, like I said, they're going to they're gonna get their stuff together. They'll, you know, they'll come up with something. The thing is this, the thing is, here's the thing that I think people also, as we ask for transparency from these companies, Ted, the one thing you're never going to hear any company ever admit to, even if it is true, you're never going to hear them say they removed something because of the cost. They will never say that. It'll always be because of reliability you know, something that would make you feel good to not right. have it. In this case, in this case, I believe it. I, I don't believe they're they're doing it for a money thing because their 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 games are, are top of the line, primo machines, and I, I don't think they care about them. The people that buy these machines are certainly not poor people. These are people that are that are spending between eight, nine to twelve thousand dollars on a pinball machine. They're not worried about spending that extra five hundred bucks to to get the the best. So so I believe that they really found a problem with this. Uh, you know, for them to go so far to be excited about this and put this in the prototypes they intended to do it i i truly believe that there was some kind of mechanical you know foul up where they didn't want this thing to be put in people's homes and they're being replacing mechanisms on these things left and right so they decided to 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 do it that, right. that's what i believe right well we'll never fully know but we, what we do know is that there's still a lot in the game and i think i think once people play the new version and i think once they see the new version in action i do think a lot of this anger will subside i i i don't know about you ted but i've just noticed like there's a lot of negativity going on in some of these threads lately and man it's it's just getting like tiresome at some point yeah well look what happened with dialed in I thought they were going to lynch Jack when we were dialed in. I mean, it was like a, they was like, "What are you thinking? It's this is terrible." That's it was it was horrifying. And then all of right. a sudden, people played it, and they went, "Whoa, whoa, wait a minute here! This is really a great game." Right. So, so you know, it's 
yeah, you got to wait until it's done. You got to wait until somebody plays it. You know, but now people are pissed off. Ah, you should have uh, not even shown it to us. You should have waited until you had this worked out. But the game, you know, I'd prefer to see it like this. If they have to make a change, they have to make a change. I would have loved to have seen, uh, um, you know, what they had going on with, you know, uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy or something, some, you know, prototypes or what they were working on at the time. I, I, I like all that behind the scenes stuff. But, you know, like I said, you're not going to make everybody happy. Half the people bitch that they don't get it. The other half bitch that they do. So so who knows? Right. Let's so, talk speak, about so speaking of happy people, it seems that a lot of people are really happy about Iron Maiden. And yeah. are, are you in, in most of the discussion, half of the discussion is about the pinball machine. The other half of the discussion is whether or not people love or hate the music of Iron Maiden. Are you are you an Iron Maiden fan, Ted, on a musical oh, level? I am going to explain this. Um, first of all, I know the name Iron Maiden, you know, because I I am somewhat familiar with music because I have a band. But um, I know the name Iron Maiden. I was not familiar with their music at all. Um, so all of a sudden, I talked to somebody on one of the threads and said, "Give me like the top five songs from Iron Maiden." And I went and I downloaded these songs. And I was like, holy shit, Th these are these are really, there's some really good stuff. I mean, I, I'm a big Led Zeppelin fan. I'm a big Ario Speedwagon fan. The, the Speedwagon from 1968 to 1971, uh, Ario Speedwagon. And I think that, that Iron Maiden is like a like a weird hybrid of, of the early Ario Speedwagon and Led Zeppelin. So I was, I listened to five of their songs and I listened to six or seven and the, you know, they have a lot of stuff I like in it. They have a really nice rock beat. They go into these these long instrumental, you know, you know, sections. I don't know. I I was right. listening. I can't believe this that I didn't know about this band. And so, I really like the music, and uh, I I'm gonna check out this game. Of course, I I don't buy anything that's a pro, so it would be the LE or the premium. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what the premium looks like. Right. Well, I think you're not the only one in that camp. I, I think a lot of people who who grew up in America, who followed the American music scene, you know, Maiden never broke through on the same mainstream level here that some other bands did, like Metallica and ACDC and Guns N' Roses. And, right. you know, I, I, they just don't have, like, you don't, here's, here's how I always picture it or, or think about it. You never go to a sporting event and hear Iron Maiden music being played to the loudspeaker, like when a team comes out or when something happens. But if you go and you watch like football and, and hockey and, and, and baseball, you know, you always hear like Welcome to the Jungle. You hear Paradise City. You'll hear Queen. Yeah, Queen. You'll hear We Will Rock you. you. Yeah, you just don't get. Maiden never got into, like, the mainstream culture the same way. So I think there's... Did Maiden ever have, like, like a top 10 hit on, on regular rock radio? I, I don't think so in America. I, I, I might be wrong, but I doubt it. I, yeah, I, I, I don't know, because, you know, like I said, I, I listened to, to some of that. I mean, mostly I listened to, to the oldies stuff. But, um, but, you know, like I said, I do know the bands. I just wasn't familiar with this, right. with this band at all. But, but uh, I like it. I'm really looking forward to, to, to playing this game because, you know, like I said... That, I, I only have the most I could have is like, you know, four machines and, you know, I, I've got to be real careful what I, you know, what I pick. So right now, you know, uh, all of a sudden, I mean, I was really looking forward to the um, Elvira, you know, game. Uh, if Big Bang Bar is the next one, I'm definitely in. If uh, Monster Bash is there, it's a, it's a possibility. 
Um, and now this, uh, I'm looking forward to playing the uh, the LE or the or the premium on this uh, Iron Maiden. So Maiden is 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 it on your consideration list now, Ted? After yeah. you've seen, yeah, the pro, yeah, yeah, it is. And what about Houdini? You seem like a guy who's into some, you know, into I, magic I love Houdini, and I, I love Houdini, but you know, I, I don't know. It's a tough. I, I would I would prefer to go with. The first thing is I prefer to go to some kind of science fiction, horror, fantasy theme. So that's right. why that either the Elvira game or the Monster Bash or Big Bang Bar would, would, would trump any of those uh, uh, machines. So, uh, but I'm just saying, if all of a sudden the Elvira game looked terrible, they 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 they're coming out with Theater of Magic or something uh, as a, as the remake, and and Toy Story is next from you know uh, Jersey Jack, which I don't have an interest in, um, even though that's sort of science fictiony. But it's it's I'm not too happy with having the cartoon stuff is just not Toy my thing. Story but is not science fiction, Ted. Buzz Lightyear? Isn't he a science fiction guy that flies around with a ray gun? I don't know. I Maybe. mean, he's a space ranger, but it's not a science fiction movie. Um, well, look, so Iron Maiden's on your shortlist. Houdini, not so much. Big Bang Bar is, is you know, is it has got your money, take my money now kind of thing. Do you... Yeah. Do you so what do you think like Chicago gaming with their approach where they've sort of listed out all these games they say they're going to remake? They've, they've gone pretty quiet. They were supposed to reveal their next title at TPF and we haven't heard anything from them. They're, are they, do you think they're just sort of waiting for this whole maiden hype to die down before they reveal? Well, that's, or? What they, that's what they usually do, right? I mean, when they're ready to go with it, they, they come right out and tell you if not, they're, they're working on something. So I think they're doing what they what they want. They're just gonna when they're ready, when it's when it's ready, they'll they'll release it. I mean, we know what it's gonna be. I mean, he he pretty much gave a list of all the the, the titles, so it's just which one he, they do in what order. So you know, it's what, just a matter of what do you hope it is. Bar. Do you hope it's oh Big, Big Bang, Bang Bar, of course, Big Bang Bar. The number one for me. Oh yeah. And you love that game because you play it and love it, or the theme is just everything. It's like a. You know, it's like a I space bar to, trying to get laid I, to space aliens. and I, I played it a lot. Well, we, we had, uh, back uh, a couple of years ago, we had a bunch of um, uh, the pinball guys around here because, like I said, I'm very lucky. There's about, you know, 15 or so, you know, pinball guys right within a 20, 25-mile radius of my house. And we used to have parties over each other's house all the time. And we were over at the one guy's house. And there must have been at least maybe 15 pinsiders there. This is years ago. And... I had brought up the question of how come they don't, do they not have, not able to remake some of the old games like Medieval Madness or Attack from Mars? And they all laughed and told me literally it would never happen. It would never be done. Somewhere on Pinside, I did ask this question many years ago. It's probably buried in there somewhere. But, and everyone said the same thing it'll never happen. They will never remake machines. And all of a sudden, when it did happen, I was like, well, yeah, it seems like a no brainer to me. If you've got machines that are out there selling for $15,000, $20,000 and they have the rights to remake it, make it, it's not a licensed theme or anything like Medieval Madness or Attack from Mars, why wouldn't you do it? It just doesn't make sense. Right. You know, not to. I thought Japan would, would jump in on this. I, I thought that once Pinball started to actually make some money, I figured at a certain point, and I still think it could happen, that they're going to jump in and, and uh, you know start some kind of pinball you know company. But who knows? I mean, but if you look at all the companies out there now, Ted, I mean, do you feel like there's just there's too many companies trying to 
compete in in what is still a very limited, limited, limited marketplace. I mean, we're not talking, mm. you know, hundred thousand games sell a year. Video games sell in the millions a year. Yes. You've got. But luckily, the games to be pretty different. I mean, I mean, Houdini is totally different from Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy is totally different from you know Thunderbirds. Thunderbirds is totally different from an Elvira game that might come out. I mean, so so these are. I mean, there's a lot of people that you know. There's certain themes that come out. You know, I, I personally am just not interested in in a, in a Pirates of the Caribbean. You know, I'm just I didn't like the movies. I'm, it's just not, not my right. thing. So I mean, that's out for me. same thing with Toy Story. You know, that would be out for me. So you know, I'm more into the you know Elvira type thing. Or, or so if if if, if horror, different people want different machines. Right. If horror and sci-fi are your your shticks. What about Alice Cooper's Nightmare Castle? What was your reaction to that? Uh, I forgot about that. Yeah, I, I, well, you know what? Like, like everyone says, you got to play these 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 games. That's why I'm looking forward to playing a bunch of this stuff at uh, at Pinfest, and hopefully, uh, uh, that the next remake will be available, and and we'll get to play that. We'll get to play uh, Houdini. We'll get to play uh, Alice Cooper. Um. You know, Alice Cooper's a nice guy. Like I said, we've done some shows together at Chiller. I got to spend some time, uh, you know, speaking with him, and he's 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 like a real nice guy. So, so it's interesting because you're you're machine. you're sort of waiting to jump on these machines before you make up your mind, and obviously you want to play the game and make sure you enjoy it before you go in on it. Um, like I tell you before, it's like pinball is not my main hobby, and I only ever intend to have. Anywhere between three, four machines. You know that that's it. I mean, I'm not like some of these guys. They ha they have you know two hundred thousand dollars in the machines. I mean, they've got thirty, forty machines all set up in a beautiful. You know, I don't have a a, a game room that size where I could put that much stuff in. I've got you know jukebox and phone booth and and you know uh, slot machines and cash registers and scales and other kinds of crap in there. So so it's like you know pinball isn't my my number one number one hobby. So I have to be very careful with what I what I get. I mean, to me, the machine has to be at least as good as scared stiff or, or you know, to, and that's for me, there's, that's the gold standard. Right. Well, when you talk about sci-fi and I've seen you very active in another sci-fi thread on pin side, I've seen you chiming in and I think you're pretty well aware of what's going on over at highway pinball. Now, alien is a theme that obviously hits your passion on the head. They're oh, starting yeah. to get games to trickle out, but what, what you've, you've been following what's been going on over there. Do you think yeah. they're going to be able to turn the corner and, and sort uh, of get this company in, in, in better shape? It's a, it's a, it's a crap shoot. I, I mean, what I don't understand and, you know, look, I, I understand all to, to my mind and all these machines that they're releasing are all prototypes. I don't care what anybody says on there. Nobody has one that works 100% all the time. It just, it just, I think that's impossible. There's something going wrong with all these machines. And and it's a shame because someone like me, I can't do, I can't work on them. So it's like if I had, if I had an alien now, I would have probably played 20 games on it and the game would have been sitting for a year with me never playing it because he couldn't get parts or I couldn't get someone to come over and fix it. So, but the main is it's company themselves it it's very takes very little effort 
for them to have one of their people. They have a couple of their guys on there. They come on pin side and they, they answer people. It'd be very easy to have one guy over the company just come on once a week and give an update to people. Say just to ease people's minds because these people are giving them a a lot of leadway and a lot of forgiveness on, on this shit. And it's like all they would have to do is the, the, the smallest amount of consideration. Just come on once a week, once every two weeks and say, hey, look, we're really trying. We've got 30 games on the line right now. We know there's problems, but we're working through this. Uh, you know, we are going to get your games. We know you've had money in for two years or whatever it is. We're going to get them out there, but we need the money first to do that. Just explain the truth. If you just tell the truth, people will believe it and they'll stay behind you. But they just don't say anything. Right. What's and it so is weird, right? We've only heard from the investors. Send the guy the damn Zeno head. Right. <laughs> well, we've only heard from the investors. I think they only made like one statement since taking the reins from Andrew. Maybe one or two, but I agree. I mean, why is it so hard to just tell people here's the status of where your Ellie game is? Like it's scheduled mm -hmm. for production maybe June and Here's the status of the ship that's supposed to be heading to Cointaker. I've been reading the thread and it's been like, it's like this ongoing confusion of whether or not the ship has even sailed. Oh, that ship has sailed. Oh, you mean the ship of the Pimble? You know what? Like I said, it's the simplest thing in the world is, is the communication. There's, there's, to me, there is no excuse for for them not doing that i am I'm, I'm sorry you know they're looking to, they're looking to sell these machines they want to build goodwill with people i mean just for that alone i, I would i would be very i don't think i could ever do business you know with this company because i mean right. some people are talking to them personally but some people they contact you know they talk to other people have been waiting months to get any kind of response people are waiting for parts i mean how difficult is it to just send out an email and saying, hey, look, you know, we can't send you your, your tongue mechanism or your Xeno head or whatever right now because we ordered 50 of them and we need every one of those for this. We don't have any extras, but we're gonna within a month, we're going to have some extras and we'll get yours out to you. That's it. And the person would go, oh, thank you very much. And they would wait two months to get their day as long as there was some kind of communication. But that's just what's what's annoying to me is they just uh, their lack of, of communicating and just telling people the truth you know that, right. that, that's all they have to do how did you um how did you react just to the news that Houdini's american pinball follow their lead right just and, and do what they're doing i mean josh is 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 heavily involved oh. in the thread and, and communicates constantly with owners of the game and is ensuring that any issues people have uh, he's not yes, only responding. He's not there, and he comes back and says, "Look, I'm sorry. I, you you had a few questions. I was away for some days at a, at a show. Ask him again. I'll be glad to." I mean, he's just doing anything he possibly can to help you know people with the with this game and answer questions and be involved with the community. Right. Yeah. You know. I mean, so I I, that, I, I think you're right. I mean, I think that the big issue is so you on one level you have alien as a theme is is. 100,000 times more popular than Houdini, but it makes people 100,000 times more nervous buying an alien for the simple fact of reliability and customer service because we all know that when you have a pinball machine, it only takes one thing to go down in that game that pretty much makes the game useless. Oh, yeah, yeah, you can disconnect the Xeno head, but th that's the main toy of the game. What, what the hell but is that? But you'll, you'll but never be able to enjoy it. It's like you'll be playing it, 
And you'll constantly be reminded how your main toy doesn't work. There's there's only two two types of people right now that are still in on Alien Pinball Machine. Number one is the people that love the the, the theme. This is a grail theme for them. This is the number one thing they can possibly imagine. And they're going to get it whether they send them a box of, of, of rusty nails. It doesn't matter. And the second person is the person that just has no damn choice. They're screwed. They put their money in. And so now they have to make nice because they want to hope that sometime in the future they're going to actually get a game from this company. So they have no choice but but to wait it out and just take whatever's, you know, give it to them. Hey, look, I understand the company could have gone out of business. Everybody could have been screwed. I get that. But that's still no excuse for not coming out and, and giving people updates and giving people information. And and that's what they should do. So, you know, so for me, I'm, I'm neither one of those people. I'm not going to I'm not going uh, to get involved right. unless something was to happen. Some magic was to happen where. You know these games would be coming out and they they worked perfectly and they uh but that's not gonna happen right did you um do you believe that andrew highway really allocated some of the alien order money to go buy that hydrofoil that he's now pursuing as his next endeavor it doesn't doesn't surprise me i mean evidently the guy is a uh is some kind of hustler i i you know i don't know I, I wish they I wish they take his name off the off the game really, off the, off the game off the name of the company. Well, that's what I mean. Off, just, right, just, it's a name to call it whatever the hell you want. But but I guess they might have all of these plaques and all this stuff already made. You know who knows what what they have going on. To do that would just be another expense. You know, so they figure they might as well wait until maybe the the next game if there is going to be a next game. I mean, that's you, the only thing that sort of gives you hope. Do you think they get to another game, Ted? Well, I mean. It, who knows? It's supposed I, I to be mean, Queen. Yeah, well, see, for me that would be a who cares. You know, I, I'm not a huge, huge fan of, and I like Queen. Don't get me wrong, I, I like Queen, but I, I'm just not a huge fan of of these uh, music uh, pinball machines. I heard they're going to release Queen, and it's only going to play the song Under Pressure, and that's it. <laughs> well, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how you buy the machine. It would be it's the, the Andrew Highway Hydrofoil Multiball. It, it's just. <laughs> That's the, they've added that into the Queen storyline. Oh, yeah, unless it was Led Zeppelin, Led Zeppelin or the Beatles. I don't mean a Beatles Yellow Submarine. I mean Beatles uh, a game. Uh, um, uh, so I the mean, Beatles game coming out by Stern, and I have pretty much confirmation of this. It's not Yellow Submarine. Oh really? It is earlier Beatles, like Hard Day's Night, is the focus of the the machine. Uh, okay. I mean, isn't that, I, I isn't don't, that like isn't that like, like the beginning of the Beatles, Beatles but mania? I would prefer the Let It Be album, <laughs> or the Let Double Album, or Sgt. Pepper's. Right, but is it wasn't Hard Day's Night their first album? Um, I think Meet the Beatles was their first album, but I'm I'm, I'm you know I'm brain dead right now because I'm heavily medicated. But okay, um, <laughs> I think it was Meet the Beatles, wasn't it? <laughs> I don't I don't know. It's going to be more of, I think, the, you know, the sort of black and white era Beatles with the, those bowl cut haircuts and, you know, screaming fans, like before they, you know, got all druggy and psychedelic on us. Um, 
see what it is. I mean, I'm I'm curious to see what it is. I mean, certainly if it's if it's Beatles and it's a real cool game, that that's always a possibility so, for me because what about what about Monsters for you? Since that's that's also down your your yeah, alley. Yeah, uh, Monsters would be would be cool. I mean, that would be another. One. I mean, right now, I mean, th- these are games that are probably not going to happen for one or two years. I'm, I'm guessing. Uh, actually, this year, Monsters. Really? From who? Stern? I mean, yeah. Wow. Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> but I, if I were to predict Stern's but next two games... Do you know anything I'm, about Elvira game? Is it dead? They still work. Elvira is not happening anytime soon. And with Dennis Norman over at uh, Deep Root, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Stern throws I, that I game on the shelf for a while. Contacted them. And, and they pretty much told me that, um, that they really can't say anything about it right now. Um, but they didn't say it, it didn't certainly didn't indicate that it was dead. Uh, just that they, couldn't. I don't think it's dead. I just don't think it's anytime soon. And it was a total mistake for them to announce it when they did. They weren't We've supposed had this to argument already. I don't think it was a mistake. <laughs> I think they planned it right from the beginning. They had a slideshow with Elvira there and they had all the people there. How could it be a mistake? Uh, I, I'm telling you with them? when that seminar was over, Greg Ferris was reprimanded by people at Stern for what happened. Really? Because it was Elvira's agent who teed up the question and they weren't supposed to announce the game. If they were really going to announce the game, they would have done it all differently. And look, the reason why we know... Then why were they all there? Why was she there? Why did they have a slideshow? Again, just to talk about uh, that... Of, of like being part of pinball history. I mean, all of the slideshow okay. was about like what it was like in the eighties and nineties, like rocking around with Elvira at all the different trade shows. Oh, okay. and, all right. But, I, I thought, but here's, uh, but here's why Ted, when has Stern ever, ever confirmed a title like a year in advance ever? Never. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is not how Stern does does it. And and there's a reason why. is because if you think about it now, you know, Stern titles, like some of their IPs will leak out. I think Iron Man was a really, like, badly kept secret. Deadpool, people know about. Beatles and Munsters. Oh, and wait, so how many games do they have on it that you said it's going to be Deadpool, so Munsters, Deadpool, Beatles? Yeah, so uh, you're, you're looking at, most likely, to close out the year for Stern... You're probably looking at, for sure, I think Deadpool next, then Monsters and Beatles in the fall, winter. And I also, this is just me speculating, but why is John Borg now uploading photos of Tron again on Facebook today? Is Tron Vault Edition just the biggest ongoing joke, or is it going to happen? Well, I'm 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 guessing it would be a moneymaker for them if they can get the, the right the cash to cash cow if they... Couldn't. If they update the artwork on Tron Vault Edition, yeah, I I've played like four people's Trons, and I I just I don't see it. I'm sorry. Yeah, I just don't see it. So, you know, well, I mean, I think look, that's just from Stern. You know, then you've got in terms of we pretty much know what else is coming out this year. Uh, probably Monster Bash. Probably, uh, you know, we know Pirates of the Caribbean is coming out. We know Spooky's next title. 
Multimorphic is, is, you know, we know it's on P3. There's no surprises coming there. Uh, Dutch Pinball. So, Ted, they said that their new production timeline is Big Lebowski's will be going into production in May or June of this year. Well, you know, this is just another situation where people should just be happy that these guys are doing what they're doing and, and trying to get it done, that they haven't just given up or they haven't gone bankrupt or, or whatever. So, you know, I mean, they're in, they're in the same position as the alien people. It's like the guys are saying they're doing it, and if you believe them, then you believe you're going to get a machine. You believe the machines are just as good as the first, you know, group. And uh, I hope it comes through because the game is a hoot. You know, the, the game is is cool. Not not a game I would buy, but certainly a game I would play. And I think it's a really, you know, cool game. And I, I, I hope it, it gets made and I hope they do it. Right. Now, do you think they'll do it? Well, I mean, I, the short answer is I think they will. Unless they're totally full of shit and, and, and <laughs> wait, they and, wait you know have they not been like full of shit it was like almost two years ago when they were saying it was just a board delay up. but they haven't given up you know it's <laughs> not it's not where like they had i mean hey look they've had, they've had some serious problems without a doubt but but it seems like these guys are not giving up to just to, to be able to move this game overseas and have it built and go through all this stuff i you know i mean that's that's a lot of money. I mean, I, I think that they're trying. You know, well, where does that money it, come from, though? What? Where does the money come they, from they, they to printed, do that? They printed, they printed it the mint. Okay. <laughs> you know, but that's that's the whole question mark for people is, obviously, it's been an expensive undertaking to have to go re-engineer a Chinese version of your game, teach all new people at this Chinese manufacturing plant how to build pinball for the first time ever, well, they and, say they're close. They're coming out when? When do they say? When do they say they're going into production this year? Yeah, right? no, they. So I, I don't know if you heard one of my previous podcasts. Uh, I, I only, but home. I, I offered a five hundred dollar reward to the first. If someone gets their big Lebowski by June, I will pay that person five hundred bucks. Wow. Yeah, I'd be, on, I'd be on the phone to the company saying, "Get your ass moving." That's how confident I am. <laughs> that we will not see a Big Lebowski unboxed in June of 2018 because they're going to run into the same thing Alien is running into now where people who order the game tomorrow will get their games before the previous buyers. Like the early Achiever guys are going to get screwed. Yeah, well, I, you know, again, we don't know what their what their you know, business model is as far as that goes. But, you know, look, I, I'm pulling for any company that's trying that has a good game. I'm pulling for them. And I, and I hope they, you know, I hope they do it. I, you know, I, I hope the Alien guys, you know, do it too because people, a lot of people really love that game. And, and there are a lot of people out there, unlike myself, that know how to work on these games. They don't mind having a game that they have to tinker with and, and fix little things and things keep going out of whack and they got to keep replacing stuff. People, they don't mind it. But, like I said, for me, it's it's like, just can't do it the game would never be working but like i said there's a lot of people out there that, that don't mind that and, and alien is such a great theme that you know I, I hope that the people that really really want them eventually you know get their games yeah well i mean like i think we always hope that on this show i i, I think for me i also hope that these companies that just don't have their acts together that i, I mean at some point at some point ted yeah should have got off the pot you just got to <laughs> shut the doors <laughs> If if you're if you're running a a business and it's just in the red, and you're sinking, 
I mean, I it, for some reason, I've never seen a hobby quite like pinball. I've never seen a hobby where so many startup boutique efforts have sort of, uh, you know, come into play only to fail so horribly at getting people the stuff they paid for years ago. Yeah. You don't yeah. really see it in other hobbies. Like, no one's like, oh, I'm going to go make a car, pre-order it today, and then four years later, like, no one has anything. Yeah, it's a strange, it, it, is, a, it is a strange I mean, does, does it happen in the what? watch business? Do people say, like, we're going to make a watch, and we need you to buy it in full today, and trust us, we'll make it? Hey, I, I, there's no argument from me. Pinball people are a strange group. <laughs> <laughs> strange or like stupid on some level to be giving companies well, that have never proven themselves full full like people paid in full for alien in 2014 yeah yeah <laughs> that's how much they like the theme yeah I, I i get it you know hey look when you're that much into something any hobby anybody can be considered a little dopey for, for their hobby i mean right. I, i've you know, I, I can't tell you what kind of money I've spent on movie posters and stuff like that, which, you right. know, ball machines would be nothing. But well, we, it's, it's we, you're into it, and that's it. And now you're talking about a piece of paper. At right. least at least, a, at least a pinball machine is something you can, stand, you can play and get some kind of enjoyment like that with a poster, you frame it, you stick it you on the wall, stare you at it, <laughs> and, it's, and it's 200 grand. You know? Right. So, and, and you could print out a, just a duplicate of that, scan it, print it out, and that thing's worth nothing. And it's the same exact thing. Yes, and I, I do that. I, I have a guy that makes them uh, exact, you know, copies on the exact same paper and everything. As a matter of fact, he had to start printing on there that these are reproductions somewhere because the ones that he first came out with were so good that people were taking them and, and soaking them in solution to give them some age, folding them and putting them in an envelope, letting them sit for a couple of months, opening them up and selling them as originals. And I mean making hundreds of thousands of dollars on this stuff until finally somebody did a test on their collection for insurance purposes and they found out that about 40% of the guy's collection were fakes. Oh my, that happens all the time. I mean, people will restock super oh, yeah. vintage wine bottles with, with, with fake, oh, you yeah. know, with new formula inside it and just reseal it. Yeah. I think it was the, well, one of the, the Coca-Cola founder guys who has a huge wine collection and he realized like half of it was fake. And we're yes. talking hundreds of millions of dollars. And Yes. The wine, one of our guys from our cigar club uh, is into this wine stuff. He, he doesn't drink wine too much. Not the expensive stuff, but he deals in it. And the money that changes hands on these bottles of wine just make me make me ill. So so, but he just was telling me that yeah, that the fakes are, are a big thing now because that's what they do. They they know how to age the stuff and get the the, the you know they they find a vintage that was you know very rare and they 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 duplicate it. And there's a lot of lot of fakes out there. Right. So, yeah, but that's said anything. Speaking much. of reselling, let me ask you a question because I, I've sort of put myself into the middle of this debate today uh -oh. do you think it's wrong to buy an ellie version of a game let's take iron maiden sold out in three hours right yeah. do you oh, think it it's, did? yep do you think it's wrong to buy a game and then flip it for more money than you paid knowing that the demand for the product is greater than the supply What's wrong with that? The time okay. happens all the time. If, if, I had a connection right now, and I knew 
that Iron Maiden was selling for the LE was selling for whatever the hell it is, eight grand, and now I could get ten grand a piece for them. I'd buy all the ones I could at eight grand and sell them for ten grand the same day. Okay, so you see no problem with it because <coughs> I've I've got an Iron Maiden LE, and you know I'm I'm thinking of keeping it, but just to test the waters on 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 what the secondhand market is. I've listed it for twelve thousand dollars, wow. and I'll tell you why. Why not start high? I mean, you know, it's or best offer, but it's nine thousand new. There are none to be had, and if you want one, we can deal. Yeah, I I would do it. See, I always get annoyed when people try to flip, but they they try to flip low at first. Like Tiki's got one for 10,500 and I'm like why start that low man I, I guarantee you Iron Maiden LEs will sell for like 2k over a sticker because they're just there aren't enough to to fulfill the demand for them yeah I didn't know they were, they were sold out well they so they're making 500 half of them are going overseas the band is taking 50 of them I heard so that's only 200 of them are available for the U.S. market. Wow. So that's okay. not a lot. I mean, remember, that's the same number of Alice Cooper Nightmare Castles that are being made, 500. Right. And I think the demand for an Iron Maiden pinball machine on a global scale is is huge. I also think the other thing is... I, I, yeah, I, that's 500, when they're doing the Alice Cooper, that's 500, it's 500 going to whoever gets them, right? Whereas the... the um, Iron Maiden, it's 500, but a lot of those are going, they're not, we're not even getting them here. They're already spoken for overseas or for from the band. Yeah, so, it's not so really we're only fun. getting like 40% of them in the U.S. And also, I mean, if you look at the LE package that Stern is doing with Iron Maiden, I think they're throwing everything in at this time. You're going to get a shaker motor, the anti-reflective glass. You get the real mirrored back glass. You get the laser-edged armor. I mean, they're they're giving the up upgraded JBL speakers that Batman SLE had. So there's there's a lot going into this LE package, and I think Stern is really finally giving people a, enough value to warrant the price of the limited edition. So I think that's also why they they got gobbled up so quickly. When are we going to see the LE? So that's the big question, right? So the LEs are sold out. They're and sold no out, and no one's even yeah, seen it's, them. It's sight unseen. Now I'm telling people this, and no one listens to this podcast anymore. I feel like because I go into the Iron Maiden thread, and no one is even talking about this. If you want to see what the Iron Maiden LE art package looks like, the side of the cabinets will be. The big green airplane that has the double cockpit with Eddie, two Eddies inside it, that is going to be really big on your Iron Maiden LE on the side. Now, that airplane is found on the banner that Stern had at uh, Midwest Gaming Classic this past weekend. And that is what this side art will be. You will not have the Iron Maiden logo on the side of the cabinet. You won't have that big red Iron Maiden logo. It's just going to be the airplane, sort of like it's just the big Batmobile in Batman oh, SLE. Well, they've described what the <clears throat> Ellie's going to look like. They've what? They've described what it's going to look like. What no, the, I just what... described it for you. They've, they've the not announced this. And the back glass and everything. Oh, well, that's, you know. It's, it's what, like what, a... what, what, what are the toys difference between the, uh, the uh, Ellie and the Pro? So the Ellie and Pro... 
the difference is I know there's uh, the, the, that ramp in the middle that shoots the bullseye target. That actually lifts up, and you can shoot underneath it. Oh, until like, I think a it's like a subway or a diverter. Okay. Uh, which is cool. There's also a sarcophagus that locks balls. Um, and there's some other stuff. I think there's like a more of a molded eddy figure over the pop bumpers. There's I, I, I keep hearing from people that the Iron Maiden Premium and LE is a significant step up from the Pro and that people are going to be blown away and they're sort of underselling it when when you know as people think about the differences right now that it, when you actually see it it's gonna it's gonna be a lot more in, in in the premium in la so can't wait to see it yeah i mean i so it was all because the band was making more changes to the artwork like the, i heard they were really nitpicky and, and and asking for tiny tiny minute changes to be made but i heard that everything is approved now so i'm not sure what the holdup is in terms of revealing it. I think it's crazy that people bought these things sight unseen and they're sold out. Yeah, well, like I said, at this point, it really doesn't matter if they're sold out. There's nothing to push Right, isn't that crazy how Stern can just not even show you anything and it sells out? Yeah, that's good for them. (laughs) I mean, we did... Well, everybody keeps saying, I'm not going to buy any more games uh, sight unseen. I'm not going to buy them until I play them. I'm not going to buy them. Take my money! (laughs) <laughs> right, right. It's the same story every time. It, it it never changes. And I think that to me is where, you know, Jack and some of these other companies out there, they they really need to learn a lesson from Stern. I mean, it, it does come down to theme, artwork, and layout. And and, and, and sometimes well, it comes that... comes down to making more than one game a year, too. Well, right. I mean, and that's the problem with Jack. It's like, let's say Pirates of the Caribbean, like... People bail. Let's say orders for it aren't that popular because Pirates as a theme isn't really that relevant right now. And let's say, you know, let's say it's a little bit of a miss from what their expectations were in terms of orders. Then how long does it take him to to get Toy Story out? You know, he's got to be able to get like two new games on the line in one year to really compete. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree with that. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know, the, you know, the state of their business, how profitable they are doing it the way they're doing it. But <clears throat> I, I think that's what he's wanted to do all along is to, is to make more than one game a year. Um, it's just taking, you know, longer to do. But don't forget, their, their games seem to be more innovative and, and, you know, better built and you know have more stuff in them. So I guess the... No you know, comparison. The they, they are easily a level or two above Stern in terms of what they put inside their games. I mean, you, there's, I don't think anyone would deny that. I think where, I think where they struggle, I think they struggle with getting the theme right. And I think they also, you know, just, I, I don't know. They just, they, to me, it just feels like there's always something like off on a Jersey Jack game that just keeps it from becoming a classic. Like, I think nobody would argue that, any Jersey Jack game is going to go down as like one of the greatest pinball machines ever. Uh, I think dialed in came the closest for sure. Well, I think Wizard the... of Oz is a classic theme. I mean, What's up? Wizard of Oz is a classic theme. I mean, there's still it's a classic those, theme. I'm just talking about the pinball experience itself. Like, 
I, I just don't think any of these games is going to go down as like, like, like if we look back 10 years from now, I don't think we're going to look back on any of, of the current Jersey Jack games and say, like, that was the one. Like, that was the one that, like, you know, showed us what the, they're capable of. I think they're going to get there with Toy Story and Willy Wonka. Uh, but I just, I still think that the other titles just always feel like there's a compromise. I mean, Dialed In, to me, is the best of the lot in terms of a pinball experience. But the theme itself, I, you know, emotionally, I just don't think people are that invested in it. Yeah, Willy Wonka, Ooh, that'd be a tough one. Oh, man. You, you, I mean, tough for, like, you don't think it would sell well? or? Oh, I think it would sell great. Yeah, I, I do, too. It. I mean, I Wonka. so, I mean, that's Jack's other problem is, you know, people know about Toy Story and Willy Wonka. Like, it's out there. Well, I told you the story. I was the one that initially got, I did a magazine on Willy Wonka, all the kids, and I brought them all together to come to a convention uh, at first, uh, the Chiller Theater Convention. So it was, so I know all of them. You know, they're all friends of mine, all the kids. So it's, uh, that's a lot of fun. Mike TV still comes to the Chillers almost every time. He started another right. little business there. So, so I mean, if, uh, Jack, I, if I were Jack, I would work with the the uh, the candy bar company and, and put like five golden tickets that win you a pinball machine <laughs> and have them someplace just do it just like they did it in Willy Wonka that would yeah be great. you get to visit you, you get buy, to visit you Jersey Jack's factory bars. the company that would be unbelievable people would be buying those damn candy bars like you wouldn't believe I mean pinside people would be forget it everybody would I mean to get a you're buying candy anyway and so chance you're gonna get a pinball machine right it's worth Eight grand, nine grand, ten grand, twelve thousand five hundred dollars. That'd be a phenomenal thing. Right, right. Well, Ted, I appreciate you taking the time. I know we're on the hour. I want to give you know respect the fact that you're not feeling too hot, and I hope you get better. Oh, thank you. Uh, we will um, we will start to make our plans for Allentown. When is it? I think it's in. Uh, I, I don't know. I is think it it's a, the week after Chiller. Yeah, I think it's uh, April, May, May something, sixth or seventh or something like that. I'm not. I'm not sure. Oh, it's that soon. I I think I'm, I'm guessing, but we may uh, somebody else may want to come too because that, that has a big that's going to bring like a Hummer or something we could fit a couple of machines in in case we want to pick something up. Oh, you always say that. You always leave empty-handed. But well, here's oh here's another thing. Are you are you available to go on Friday as well? On that Friday? Yeah, as opposed to the Saturday. I, mean, I could. I can make it work. Why? Okay, well, only because I, I he would want to go down on a, you know, with the Hummer on a, on a Friday. I mean, again, I don't know if you have... Because all the stuff. games sell on day I, one. I may, I may be looking for a machine, so... You know, if I if something if there's a Walking Dead or something down there that oh, might dude, be kind of interesting. Jesus, you know. and the you and the damn Walking Dead, Ted. Come on. <laughs> well, I like, played the game. Nothing, I liked it. There's that. Yeah, but there's like what, what 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 are you still on the fence about? Like the code's done. It's been a great the, game for years. Oh no, the, it's just the money. You know, I'm just looking for. A They've deal. got. I feel like you you probably could get a Walking Dead premium for like pretty cheap these days. I mean, well, six grand. You know, is 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 about it. But yeah, you know, I'm, I'm going to see what happens. Well, this is something we could talk about off the podcast. Right. <laughs> no, I'll let you go. Somebody sell Ted their Walking Dead premium for five thousand just to shut him up about it. <laughs> Thank you. I'll take it. E- email me at canadapinballgmail.com your five thousand dollar Walking Dead premium, and and there you, Ted will take it off your hands. <laughs> Thank you. All uh, right, Ted. Have a great night, man. I appreciate it. No problem. Take All care. Right. Right, you bye. guys. Later. Bye. 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 Bye